Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to All Things Internet. I'm your host, Rachel Ballinger. This is a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, but we don't fact check or research most of the things. I am here with my co-host with a cutie little smile and her cute little pigtail. Say hi, Mom. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I am fan-freaking-tastic. I've Yay. been so productive this week. I have both of my videos for next week already filmed. Woo! I'm recording the podcast a day earlier. I'm set. Tomorrow set. I just have to do my cameos and edit a vlog, and it's like my week is pretty much clean and clear except for random cameos and vlogging. Bada-boo-da-bing! Bada-boo-da-bing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to hit us with the holidays of the weeks? Yes, I do. Today is Watermelon Day. I don't like watermelon. I don't either. But yay for people who do. I thought you did like watermelon. No, I do not like the consistency of it. It's like, oh, this is strange. Chalky? It's chalky. You're who I got it from? Yeah, I do I not thought like watermelon. You liked it. Can't stand it. I buy I, it for my chickens. I bought listen, I bite for the grandkids. Here's my thing. It's diluted juice. Chalky diluted juice. Chalky diluted juice. Doesn't it taste Chalky, is that the word? No, it's gritty. Gritty. Gritty is the word. Gritty is the word. It's, you know what I love though is watermelon flavored things. Yes. Give me one of those sucky things. That's what, what, Joe Rancher. Yes. Because it's a condensed flavor. Yeah. And the watermelon itself is a watered down gritty flavor. Yeah. So give me a watermelon flavored anything. Right. It's also National Grab Me Some Nuts Day. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, mom. Cashews. Inappropriate. We have a sponsor today, mom. And a special guest. Wait, so people keep listening. We do have a special guest coming on to play a game with us. And it's not my father. Nope. It's a special, special guest never before on the podcast. Never before. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tuesday is chocolate chip day. Oh, please tell me you're going to make yourself some chocolate chip cookies. Yes. You've been on a health kick, but you can splurge. I, I can have one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Coast Guard Day. Thank you, Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Keep that coast guarded. Wednesday, National Underwear Day. I'm wearing underwear today, which Say. sounds like not an accomplishment, but I wear... Okay, there is a big debate <laughs> going on. Not, It's not going on, but it's always just kind of happened between women just in private, I guess. I wear bike shorts. I don't wear underwear with said bike shorts. No, when you I, see the lines. Yeah. When I wear leggings and bike shorts and things of the such, I don't wear underwear. Like workout clothes. Well, I think some sh- girls wear the thongs so that you don't see. But I can't because I feel like I'm picking no, out of my when eye. you all are working out, you do not want a thong flossing in between your butt Her cheeks dear, yeah i don't need to be flossed there i no. don't a no. thong on a regular day do your thing i don't care but if i'm working out 
no, get out of my anus. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, on to Thursday, root beer float day. Ooh, that's fun. Fresh breath day. I like that. Oh, man. Check Bro your breath, people. Check your breath. I'm just going to give word to the wise. Never deny a breath mint. It could Never. be someone kindly telling you. Or you a piece of, you like a piece of gum? Sure. I always say yes. Well, I go, does my breath stink? Do I need it? Like, <laughs> and you can be honest with people. Yeah. We, and we expect it. Yeah. And if they go, no, I just offer you gum. I go, oh, okay. I don't like gum. But if someone, if they, but if they said, yeah, kind of, I take the gum. Cause guess what? I bre bad breath is disgusting. It is also, a huge turnoff. Wiggle your toes day. Mm. Wiggle those toes. I'm wiggling my toes. Why do these need to be holidays? I don't know. Friday's water balloon day. We need that day. Obviously. Water balloon day. See, it's a day. Wait, pause. You love going. You love busting through I'm these. I'm sorry. It's my thing. It's like, get it done, get it done, get it done. You had a list. You must get it done. It's okay. We can chat. Holidays. Yeah. It's, it's, it's supposed to be a day to celebrate and like maybe do the thing. What? So like water balloon day. You can go play with water balloons, but wiggle your toe day. Why are we celebrating wiggling our toes? I didn't look it up because that's I, not what we do. But like when you look things, when you look up this stuff, there's never actually an answer. It's Sometimes, just like, yeah. it was randomly just declared this and that's it. Yeah. It's up Friday's also purple heart day. That was started in to honor those with courage. And then they changed it to honor those who are wounded or killed in combat. So that's Friday, Purple Heart Day. Okay. Saturday is Global Sleep Under the Stars Day. Doesn't that sound fun? <gasps> no. <laughs> yeah, with, with rug spray. Okay. Rug spray on that's you. I just and have a mattress lie. up on something so you don't get, you know, bugs. Sleep in a hammock. Sure, I like hammocks. I like hammocks too. Those are fun. It's uh, Saturday's a big day. Are you ready? I'm ready. Sneak some zucchini on your neighbor's porch day. What? I, I would take zucchini. But like, who's but coming up with this? <laughs> I don't know. It's cute, but like, is there maybe, a... I, think if, I would think, if I was going to guess, it's because this time of year you have an abundance of zucchini and you don't know what to do with it. So go put it on your neighbor's porches. My neighbor and I, he, he puts, he or she and their kids put lemons on my porch and then I'll go put eggs on theirs. There you go. <laughs> See, I love that. I love a community yeah. thing. Yeah. That's cute. It's also bowling day. Okay. Bowling. See, I've been that's... back into the wee bowling. And tennis that's and fun. Ping pong and doing all these things. Remember when that, hey, let me comment. <laughs> you can wait a second. I am a talkative person. Do you remember when we, we stuff first came out? Yes. It we're like, how do they know that we're standing? It was the weirdest technology <laughs> to us where it's like what? your body had to move. And everyone was like, this is how I'm going to get fit, man. I'm going to get so <laughs> buff by playing Wii Sports. You know and, what? My arm hurts. <laughs> yeah. And then there's Trent who figured out how to lay he on goes, the couch ding, ding, and just ding, ding. lick everything with his wrist. <laughs> Okay, you may go on to the next holiday. It's also garage sale day. But Rachel, how can we celebrate garage sale day when we can't have garage sales? My neighbor put out stuff 
that like in on his front area and put a sign that said garage sale. And there was tables, a few tables, like four tables filled with stuff. And I walked past about four times that day with my dogs and it, he was never outside with the stuff and no one, obviously no one was shopping because if it's a pandemic, but I was like, how does he think we're people, if someone did want to buy something, how would they? He's not outside. Right. And, when then, you- and, and I've got so many things saved up for the garage sale, but I can't. Okay. Oh, Bob. All right. It's also dollar day. Rachel, who was the pers- first person on the dollar bill? George Washington. Not George. I knew you were going to say George. <laughs> it was not George. You it was- set me up. <laughs> it was Sam and Chase, Lincoln's Secretary of Treasury. Well, that makes sense. Then they cha- Yes. And then they changed it to George. Last one, Sunday. Book Lover's Day. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> I crossed off my list. You got it done, Bob. You'll be riding from here on you out. You can breathe. <sighs> All right. Well, let's take a moment and see if we have a sponsor for today. Da 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 da. Sponsor. All right. The news this week. Not much internet, internet stuff. Obviously, some internet stuff happened. But uh, just things, you know, that I saw while upon the internet. The NBA, which is basketball, started up again this week after a 140-some-day hiatus because of COVID. So basically, all these guys are living in a – basically, they call it the bubble. They all moved to Orlando, um, at Orlando, Florida, they're staying at like this, basically a bubble. It's like one or two or three hotels or whatever. And everyone is tested basically daily. And guys came in, got tested, tested positive. They had to stay in their rooms. No one could come in or out. And they were tested until it came back negative. And then they're like, the, no one's allowed to visit. All of their food comes in like these pre-done bags. Like it's intense. Everyone's probably, everyone's saying wow. like, it's the safest place in America at the moment is this bubble and it's like their doctors are constantly there they're constantly getting tested the second someone shows any signs of anything they're like quarantined away until everything's good and tidy uh everyone's still wearing masks even though everyone's tested negative they're still trying to wear masks as much as often maybe it's just to set an example but also it's like they're doing their press conferences and they still have when they play they still have like glass up in certain areas for like the reporters to stand behind and like, and all the people on the sidelines are wearing masks. I it's done. Well, I think it was done the best that it could be done. Um, I hope no one tests positive, but there's guys who didn't test negative until like the day before the game started. So they haven't been practicing with their team at all. And like just went into it. But so the first two games happened and every single player and coach took a knee during the national anthem in solidarity of Black Lives Matter. Uh, the coaches wore pins that say coaches against uh, coaches for racial justice. And then all of the players warm up shirts also Black Lives Matter on them. The floor has Black Lives Matter written on it. And they played several uh, commercials in between the games, like, you know, the, the plays uh, that were Black Lives Matter promotion and just being like, this is our time to stand together. It was it was really well done. Yeah. Um, 
at the second two games, so there was four games in the last few days, the second two games, a few people stood and they said they are full support of Black Lives Matter. That's just not how they personally wanted to show it. And I believe them because like uh, Popovich, who's one of the main coaches, he's a huge advocate for Black Lives Matter, racial justice, what all like all this stuff, equality. Um, he's very outspoken about it. But he stood and he was mm-hmm. – and he's just like, it's my own personal thing. I don't want to get into it. Um, I'm in full support, but that's not how I wanted to show it. So that's what that's happened. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, Were I know there he- are cardboard cutouts. No. So I was going to say this. <laughs> so this is the first thing of trying to get back to something normal. Like, okay, sports is up again. How is this happening? So I thought it was going to be so weird to watch. I thought, cause I saw a few games cause these are in, they put basketball courts in conference centers. Yeah. Okay. So they built basketball courts. They built stadiums of nothing. Um, so I thought it was just going to be really weird. Cause I watched a few scrimmages and it, they, Oh wait, 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 stop. They're not playing at their normal places. No, they're in a bubble. Wow. Okay. They're not at Staples center. They're not okay. at the Orlando center. Okay. It's like they created a bubble wow. in Orlando because they have huge conference centers, you know, yeah. they have the space. This is what Orlando is. Basically it's Disney world universal right. and giant convention centers. Right. So they took over a few convention centers and turned it into basketball courts and living hmm. places. And so I thought it was going to be weird to watch. I thought it was going to be like, I'm watching a basketball game in the middle of a convention center. It was I think the best they possibly could have done it. The really? the courts looked amazing. Uh, they had what they did was they put vir- they put screens up all around and displayed virtual people, which I thought was going to be really oh. lame. But <laughs> okay. it was people that basically in their houses they had to pre-record stuff, so it wasn't live. They oh. pre-recorded themselves cheering or booing or making faces. So when you know when someone's shooting a free throw, the people sitting behind the basket make faces and try to distract them. So they put on the videos of the people making the faces. And I, That's I, cute. I thought it was actually really well done. I wasn't distracted, but all it was very much focused on the game. And because they don't have people sitting on the sidelines court side, they were able to put more cameras in. So you got some like oh, different wow. camera views and stuff that I thought was really cool. Uh, there was a thing that going around though. These guys, they're all like bagillionaires and they're bored like they play games, they practice, but you have to have downtime. Your body needs it. So yeah. these guys are bored. So they order things online and they has to go through like the shipping department basically, who then cleans it all yep. before they gets to them cuz this is like an intense bubble they're in. And they're like the guys cleaning it all, they're like the things these guys are ordering. They're ordering like <laughs> arcade games and pool to into their hotel rooms. <laughs> they're bored. They, they're bored and rich. Yeah. And they're giant kids. These guys yeah. are giant kids. Like right after high school, they go serious into college ball. Okay, guys, I accidentally just hit the power surge switch down at the bottom of my computer and turned off my computer and my light and my microphone and everything. So that happened. It happens to the best of us, Rach. We're you back. Are the best of us. I am the best of everybody. So you are. That was a little little mix up, but uh. <laughs> Anyway, back to whatever I was talking about. So the NBA started up. 
The NHL, which is hockey, also started up, but during the national anthem, no one took a knee, which normally I'm like, okay, you know, they didn't take a knee, whatever. Um, but hockey fans on Twitter got upset about it. And so they all started taking a knee on posting their pictures on Twitter saying, if they won't take a knee, I will. And I thought it was really great because hockey is known to be not a super inclusive sport. It's very much a quote unquote white guy sport. And so hockey has like, there's been very few, there are some, but there's very few black hockey players or, or Hispanic or Asian or any anyone really it's just basically white and yeah. it's hockey the industry itself is like not known to not be super inclusive or not try and like you know advance it so i just have to say i feel like the nba every sports organization has its flaws everyone is money hungry driven by you know greed they're all run by white guys super rich white guys but i think the nba is handling it the best in my personal opinion because of how I stand on all these matters. <laughs> all right. So, Mich- another news. Michelle Obama launched a podcast on Spotify, I think. And her first guest was, of course, her husband, former President <laughs> Barack Obama. Uh, so, that's cute. If you want to follow, if you want to listen to that, go for it. And then, uh, okay, every week we've been doing the blank of each state. Oh, yes. So this week it was the best burger in your state. And I mm-hmm. went, well, I have to look this up. Yeah. It's in Los Angeles. It's called Father's Office. Now, I was reading it, and this made me automatically hate the place. There is no ketchup on the premises. What? I hate when people tell me what am I what I'm allowed to put on or take off of my food also they serve french fries french fries go with ketchup I get that you can also dip them in ranch in barbecue sauce in thousand island in frosties Yeah. yeah and I don't care what you dip your fries in don't tell me that I'm not allowed to dip mine in ketchup. That is my tongue's preference. How dare you tell me that my tongue is wrong? No, no. My tongue is right. I like ketchup on french fries. That's not wrong. That is not illegal. That There's no science saying that is incorrect. Um, Rachel? <laughs> You, if you're going there, you know to bring your own ketchup. That, well, ketchup's not allowed on the premises. And then I was like, okay, these snobs. Like, that's... Take it to go. Listen, Matt Oh, Matt does this. This is why I'm so passionate about it. He'll be like, <laughs> I made you this thing. And I'm like, great. And I'll go to get some ketchup. He goes, ketchup doesn't go on that. Salsa does. I don't like salsa. I like ketchup. <laughs> don't tell me what goes on this. And he's like, I'm going to stop making you food. I said, fine. <laughs> I'm just going to drink my ketchup. I'm going to drink my ketchup. Don't tell me. It's my <laughs> preference. So that's the thing about food is we all have a different flavor palette. We all we like do. different things. And that's yes. okay. It is okay that's to not like I, watermelon. Yeah. And I, that's why I hate when people are so mad about pineapple on pizza. I, I love it. I, I don't love it. give a crap that you don't. <laughs> 
That's cool. I don't like jalapenos on my pizza. You can put them on yours. I don't care. There's no right or wrong when it comes to food. Right. There could be, this was originally created to be eaten as such. Cute. Originally created. Good for you. You know what happens? Remixes. (laughs) (laughs) That happens. Everyone loves a good remix. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, their burger. (sighs) Tell me how to eat my food. So then I read what this, (laughs) the burger is. It's called the office burger. Okay. This is, I feel like trying so hard. Okay. It is trying so hard to be cool and unique and whatever. Okay. (laughs) Well then who named it the best? a pretentious butthead. So on it is arugula, bacon, uh-huh. caramelized no. onion. Gr- I don't know how to pronounce this cheese. Gruy, G-R-U-Y-E-R-E. Gruy, Gruy, and Maytag blue cheese. Oh, see, put your blue cheese on yours. Don't put it on mine. And it's on a sandwich bun. What? This isn't. No, this is why I call it a hamburger. No, this is why I hate when people are like, this is the best blank of all of the foods. No, because it's per. I hate blue cheese with a burning passion. Same. You can tell me I'm wrong, but that's your opinion. I'm not wrong on the fact that I hate blue cheese. I know who makes the best hamburgers in California. You're going to say Eric Stockland. Eric's smash burgers. He has perfected it. They are so good. You know what? He made me a vegan smash burger and it was delicious. The bomb. It It was was so so good. good. So this office place, can can you stop trying to be so pretentious and so hipster and just calm down? Like, it's a They don't have to. They got named the best, so they don't have to. By whom? (laughs) Come on. Apparently, a reporter at Twitter. Listen, I must say this. I've been to a Chef Ramsay restaurant. Mediocre. Yeah. Wasn't that? Okay. And I've been to a Michelin star restaurant. Yeah, we have. That was phenomenal. Yeah. That was so cool. Again, I went, this is unnecessary. I appreciate (laughs) it. But why is my food in foam form? I'm fine with my foam in foam form. I'm just wondering why it needed to happen. Why do I have to eat it off my hand when you could put it on a plate? That's fine. These Michelin star places are weird. Delicious. I fun. Need- Quite yeah. an experience. And here's another thing. I can appreciate. This is an internet show and I'm all about food right now. <laughs> Listen, I can appreciate when I don't like a food, but I can appreciate that it was well prepared. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I can go, yeah, that's a really good tomato. I don't like tomatoes, but I can appreciate, yeah, that's a good looking. That was probably like, I can tell everything about this tomato is correct. I don't like it. That's fine. So I can, I feel as though I go, I don't like that food, but I know that it's good to people. Okay. Mealy, mealy tomatoes are gross. They remind me of watermelon. And I love tomatoes. Okay, sorry. That sparked something in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but, did, but this. Okay. But this. Where, where was I? I think it was in London. It was a, a Chef Gordon Ramsay restaurant in London where all of us at the table went, what is, 
what? Like we were expecting our mouths to water and like, yeah. you know, just foaming at the mouth with all this delicious food. And it was like mediocre. And I was like, this is that to me, it's like the hype got too big and they tried to be, they were too pretentious. Yeah. And that's what I feel like this office burger is. I'm sure people do love it, but I also have never, even when I was a huge eat meat eater, I ate more meat than was should have ever been done more than Ron Swanson. I never liked bacon on a burger because I always felt the bacon got too soggy. Bacon, I feel, uh, is the best when it's at a crisp, crisp. state. Yes. Crisp. And bacon on burgers always was too soggy. If you got crisp bacon on a burger, that was good. But when you add caramelized onions, it's immediately going to get soggy. Mm. Sorry. That's just my opinion. You may think different, and that's okay because okay. food. But this is our podcast, and if we don't like it, we can say so. I don't have to hear your opinion because I can't <laughs> hear you. <laughs> you can yell at the, your phone all you want. I can't hear it. Uh, so we'll move on. I strongly disagreed with this week's In Your State. <sighs> Ellen DeGeneres reportedly wants to end her talk show. Now getting a lot of negative press she's getting a lot of negative press lately former people who've worked at her uh had her show said it was like a hostile environment a lot said it it wasn't her fault like it was other people that worked there and then a lot of people were like well she should have made it a more loving environment also people are like we weren't allowed to look her in the eye or speak to her um a lot of celebrities are coming forward and being like she's not nice unless mm. you're like huge she doesn't give you the time of day and I think she's just, and I think that since this time off, sometimes when you work so much, you just go, 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 go. You don't realize that you're over it. Yeah. Like you're just going through the motions. So I think maybe with this time off and she's been on for a long time, she's mm -hmm. been doing TV for a very long time. So I think maybe with this time off and all the negativity, 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 She's just, I think she just emotionally is I'm just done. like, I'm done. Her time, time's come. So maybe that, uh, I hope whatever she does is the best for her emotional health. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Everybody wanted me to talk about this this week. When I tweeted, what's your topics and questions? This was the number one thing thrown at me. Trump has declared that he is going to try and shut down TikTok this week. He said it would be by Saturday. We're recording this on Saturday. Well, he's so. got three hours. So everyone is debating whether this is going to happen or not. Did that your British watch. person decide? Because <laughs> I lifted it and I said, we got three hours. And it says, I don't understand. <laughs> three hours to what? <laughs> uh so yeah i mean there That's he's more important things to do yes and that's why he's doing this yeah it's to distract right now distract. he is defunding the postal offices so that our mail-in votes can't happen because he knows that if everyone mails in votes he's gonna lose because the only reason that he won is voter suppression which is when you make it really hard for a certain community to vote by taking away polling stations, supplying very limited polling uh, machines, and then also having them break in Georgia, uh, in Atlanta or Georgia somewhere. Uh, 
the person that was running was in charge of the machines that took your votes. So he sent broken ones to no. the areas that were proven democratic because he's a Republican. So he sent broken machines to the places that had democratic areas so that people in the Republican areas, because it just gets split up, that's just how it is. And the Republican areas could vote and the people in the democratic areas couldn't vote. They wanted to, they were in lines, they were trying yeah. to vote and they couldn't, that is voter suppression. So at California, someplace you've always been able to vote by mail. No reason. Mm -hmm. We're just do it because we, we try not to do voter suppression here and we're a very <laughs> Democrat state. So we just like, everyone's like, everyone should be able to vote by mail. And yeah. I thought the, I always thought everyone was allowed to vote by mail. And I'm only recently learning. No, Same. it's yeah. no, like, cause I, I've always heard of people waiting in these long lines to vote. I'm like, vote by mail. What are you doing? Cause like in Santa Barbara, when I did vote in person, there was no line because no. we don't have voter suppression. It's a very well-run community in Santa Barbara. That's where I'm registered. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, there's no line. And so I was like, I don't understand all this. And then I learned about voter suppression and all this stuff. And I was like, the voting by mail. And then of course the Republicans say, no voter fraud. There's been like, less than 10 counts of voter fraud by mail in all of the history of voting because you have to be sent your individual thing and yep. then that's the individual thing you get sent they're not sending you like 10 ballots and they're like here mail right. back one and then you have these extra nine to hand out like what is what and it's yeah. they make like it's not something you can photocopy it's a government freaking thing so anyway um, so he's trying to shut down the post office so people can't get their mail-in votes in. And then he tried to say, well, let's delay the election to which even Republicans said no. no. And then, so now he's like, well, then I ban TikTok. So he's trying to do all these things. And then he throws a little fit and goes, well, I'm going to ban it because, and he's using, well, China's stealing our data when, <laughs> We've already gone over old this. Data. Thirteen year olds. <laughs> oh no! You saw that Susie had a crush on Johnny. Like, who cares? All of our information is everywhere. Do you not yeah. remember several years ago, everyone's credits got hacked? Yeah. Remember that? Like, ever like we're forced to have credit. We're forced to use these certain programs so that everyone knows your credit and everything. And basically, those few companies got hacked. So yep. all of our identities could be stolen at any moment. Like, yep. and then we're just in the crapper. So like yeah. America does it too. <laughs> I just, I don't, I'm fine with the Chinese government having all my info. I don't know what they're going to do with it. And if you're that important that you don't, don't have TikTok, to have, don't have to, I, yeah. Don't have it on your personal phone. Be a <laughs> yeah. Kardashian. We, have we a, did this. Yeah. Kardashians have a BlackBerry that they keep all the information on and then an iPhone that they do the apps on because they, at a BlackBerry can't get hacked, so they keep all the contacts and the important emails. iPhone for the funsies. See? Funsies. If you're that important, be hyper aware. Like, like just come on. <sighs> you're calling the Kardashians that important. <laughs> 
They have some info. Uh, okay. I have info. <laughs> I don't know what kind, but <laughs> your phone number. I have your phone number. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So a stupid a school tried to open up in indiana okay so there's a huge debate of whether schools should open or not i get when parents are like i need my kid to go somewhere so i can go to work Mm -hmm. the government should take care of you and help you that's my stance on that but if you're like schools are safe it's fine you're an idiot because a school in indiana (laughs) Sorry, I've done sugarcoating things for the buttheads that are putting other people's lives at risk because their lives are slightly inconvenienced. I get when you need to go back to work and earn money. And to that, I say the government should be helping you instead of bailing out massive corporations. They should be helping the working people. The people. That can't afford to miss another month of work when these corporations just upsold their stock so much that one month out of business would make them go bankrupt when they, that means that they weren't that wealthy or well run of a company. Sorry. I've digress. So a school in Indiana, <laughs> God, I'm on a high horse today. Someone knocked me off my soapbox. The school tried to open. They were like, we're doing it. Screw science. Screw the doctors. Screw all you smart people. Let's teach children, but then ignore them when they get smart. So let's put them in school. So they opened the school and within hours they had to shut down because the public health department called them and said one of the students tested positive who had walked the halls, sat in several different classrooms, came in contact with lots of people. They hours, hours they had to shut down. Like, What do you, how do you people think this is going to go opening schools? It's all a hoax, Rachel. <laughs> people dying is in a hoax. Yeah, I know. Why? Ah, uh, yeah. You might not get it or you might get it and not show symptoms, but you might give it to somebody else who can't handle it. Yes. It's like, just have a heart between if, even if you, okay, huh, I've said it a million times. Believing in something and not believing it. If there's a downside to one and no downside to the other, go with the no downside to the other. If there is a downside and not believing it, which is people dying, don't do that. Just go yeah. along with it. Like, ugh. anyway. <laughs> oh, I know several teachers. I'm going to say this. I know several teachers and they've reached out to me asking lots of questions because Older teachers are not tech savvy. Some are. But mom, can you imagine having to live stream or film and post videos of yourself teaching? Like, you wouldn't know how to do it, right? I would be calling you nonstop. There are many (laughs) teachers in my mother's era. (laughs) Like, this is, they, that, I feel like you're an average age of a school teacher in all honesty because they can't retire until they hit like a certain marker on their retirement plan which is usually like 70 so they have to keep working they don't know how to do all this stuff so i'm saying if you know a teacher who isn't tech savvy and you are 
I'm going to ask that maybe you reach out to them and ask if they need any help with anything. Cause yeah. I've just had to answer a few questions like, can I film on an iPhone? How do I make the sound better? Which is make the echo less because teachers yeah. don't have a lot of money. So I was right. trying to come up with like really easy solutions for stuff. Like instead of buying a really fancy microphone, just try and make your room not echoey. It helps so much. Cause a lot of that is just like cut out the noise from anywhere else. That's your little sound things behind you. Yeah. I've got sound things there. I have sound things here. That's why I have rugs and a couch, things yeah. like that. So just put blankets on the wall. I did this a lot where I just, when I didn't have money for sound stuff, I just put sheets everywhere and that absorbs yeah. the sound. Like just put sheets on the floor, off the walls behind, like it, wherever, like the computer, like the computers in front of you put a sheet, like, behind that um or other things there are cheap little lenses you can buy to make it a wide lens on your camera on the iphone or ipad there's also cheap stands for your iphone and ipad because i know some people are like going to the classroom to film so they have a huge whiteboard and stuff and they're like i don't know how to put a how do i set up a camera which seems simple to a lot of like people who film things daily but for yeah. like you know there's stands that you get that you can just put on a desk or whatever and yeah. make sure your light, you stay away from yellow lighting or backlit. Don't be backlit, which is mean don't stand where there's a window behind you and like shining behind you. You don't want light shining from behind you while you th will look like an angel. You also won't be sun seen. glowing through your hair. My dad, that's what my dad used to always say to my mom. She gets so pissed. You're terrible. My dad would walk. She'd be like, Tim, go get me something from the grocery store. And she'd be sitting in the car and he'd walk back out from the grocery store. And he'd be like, you look really pretty with the sun shining your hair like that. She'd be like, Tim, get me my popsicle. Stop it. Stop it. That's why none of us can take a compliment, mom. No, you've ruined I know. us. I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I posted a thread on Twitter of things, small little things that my, uh, my teacher friends mm -hmm. have asked me. I also answered them and put them on Twitter. So if you just know a teacher who might need a little help, help them, help them, just help them just, and uh, let them know, like you might also like the teacher remind them that not all the parents are going to know how to do it either. So they might want to write a, a little thing to help parents as well. But so last Bit of news. This is, I didn't think this, this podcast was going to be long, but I went on a massive rant about food. So <laughs> politics for a second. So I'm everywhere. Uh, so this reporter named Taylor Lorenz posted an, a want ad that he was emailed and it was an influencer looking for a part-time assistant, but the demands were insane. Insane. And the internet is having a lot of fun trying to figure out who the influencer is. So an is influence. No. Okay. <laughs> I already checked. No. Oh, okay. She wouldn't be this insane. No. So basically they, this influencer, uh, in emailed like a job finding company and said, I need this in an assistant. So they sent out the one ad for her and okay. Keep in mind, this is supposed to be part-time. Okay. Part-time. Okay. So the email says a well-known celebrity slash influencer. It's, come on. Don't call yourself a celebrity. <laughs> Sorry. It's just, <laughs> we're not allowed to 
with 10 plus million followers. So everyone was like, okay, who's got 10 plus million followers? You know, blah, blah, blah. Seeking a well-organized, available, diligent personal assistant to join her team. Okay, great. Seems perfect right off the bat. Big person needs a good assistant. This is a part-time personal assistant position, but will eventually transfer into full-time if properly qualified. Okay. An ideal candidate will be responsible for a large range of activities and projects, which will assist this organization's leadership. Okay. So you're going to have to do a lot of things, which is normal in personal assistance. Like you just kind of get thrown everything. All right. I've been one. You get thrown everything. You got to know how to do everything. In this position, you should feel comfortable planning, managing calendar activities, being on property around eight hours a day. Pause. Wait, part-time. It's part-time, but you need to be on property eight hours a day. Cleaning, (laughs) cooking. Whoa, no, wait, what? Communicating with producer, videographer, editor, manager, all stylists, cleaning services, but you are also cleaning, other celebrities and friends, researching and preparing for all pre-production production and post-production activities. So there's this person do anything, but also they want one person to do all of this stuff part-time, but eight hours a day, but then it gets better. So, uh, you will, you must be able to remain calm, rational and hardworking at all times. You will have to answer your phone slash be on call 24 seven part-time a job (laughs) being on site for eight hours a day, but on call 24 seven, you must keep all emotions and private life matters completely away from this world. You will deal with lots of incredibly private matters. You must be able to handle hundreds of small tasks at once. You must be able to be the bad guy, remove emotions, handle intense conversations, and bounce back instantly from any mistakes without emotion. This so has you, to be a joke. You can't have emotion at it's this. It's got to be a joke, Rachel. Okay, but this was my favorite. You must remain sober, yet social and inviting in very high-profile environments. Is it for the Kardashians? No, it's a... It's a... <laughs> influencer. Yeah. You cannot take photos, post to social media or be, be or seem driven by fame. Once the COVID-19 pandemic is over, you must be willing to travel anywhere at any time. This is 25 to $30 an hour. Okay. (laughs) And then it goes on another list of all of the demands. Wow. Forget it. It's, uh, there's, they said you will be paid overtime for stuff. Uh, you basically have to travel all of the time, assist on video projects, plan the daily calendar. This was my favorite. Wake the client up each day with a schedule, a coffee and all other requests. Okay. This person wants a mom. Uh, that's I was just gonna say that. Like, <laughs> wow. ha- the the list is ridiculous. You have to be able to. You have to have a car and drive the client around whenever they want. You have to have a one year minimum experience of personal assistant like experience, and then fluent in English. It's just like, 
You have to be able to take ownership of each project. Did you post this, Rachel? No. Minimal days (laughs) off. Minimal days off. (gasps) Open to traveling internationally. Work hours will be flexible, but generally expected to be with the client all the time. But this is part-time, Mom. Remember. Part-time. It's part-time. Oh, man. You know, people are going to apply for it just so they can find out who the person was. I know. But everyone was speculating who it was. A lot of people said Tana. And my only reason I don't think it's Tana is because Tana would not require her assistant to be sober at all times. (laughs) She'd be like, her one ad would be like, you have to be okay with smoking weed 24 (laughs) seven. Because that's Tana. All right. There is one thing you wanted me to talk about, but I don't have much to say on the matter. There was an earthquake in LA this past week. It was big and it was shaky. The last ones we had last year. Yeah. The ones we had last year were more rolly. You know, it felt like I was surfing on the ground. This one shook. Uh, That's it. I vlogged afterwards. I'll post that eventually. All right. We are going to go on to the game. Before we do, we're going to check to see if we have one more sponsor, and then you will see who the special guest is. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Of today. Jacob Ballinger is our special guest today. How you doing, buddy? Good. Good. All right. We're going to play a game called The Five Second Rule, and you're going to play against Grandma. So what's going to happen is I'm is going to go one at a time. You're both going to take turns. I'm going to say, name three things, and I'm going to s- give you the category, and you have to name the three things within five seconds, okay? Do you want Grandma to go first? Yeah. Okay. okay. So Grandma's <laughs> going to go first. I okay. have okay. this timer, all right? That's a really cool timer. Okay. Mom, name yeah. three things you would find in a locker at school. Your notebook, your jacket, and pencils. You did it! See, that's how easy it is, Jake. All right? All right. Ready? Name three things that smell good. Chocolate, cake, and sugar. There you go! (laughs) Dude, has Grandma been feeding you some desserts? No. All right. All right. Okay. You're both tied right now. All right? Okay. Mom. Yeah. Name three professional football teams. The Rams. And the Rams. No. <laughs> and you lost. No, you're oh. time. Come on, yeah, Mom. Not the Rams. The Rams, the Eagles, and the Patriots. Oh. Hey, the last few <laughs> Super Bowls. 
All right, Jake. Name three things you would find on a workbench, like construction workbench. Go. Pencil, paper, and notebook. There you go. Those are three things that are on a workbench. He got you. Yep. All right. Got so so far, uh, Jake's winning, Mom. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Mom, name three things to take on a picnic. A picnic basket, a blanket, and a drink. <laughs> That's good. I don't know. Should I count a basket? <laughs> Jacob, do we count a basket? Okay, we count a basket. <laughs> okay. All right, Jake. Name three phone apps. Um, uh, settings. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. He got it. <laughs> settings. What is it? <laughs> he got it. But the first app you go to is settings. <laughs> Not TikTok. <laughs> Not YouTube. He settings. doesn't have a phone. He but you knows. have Apple iPad and um. <laughs> <laughs> And settings, I have that. Yeah, he's got settings. He's not wrong. It just wasn't what I expected. Messages. No, you got it, though. <laughs> you got it. You're still winning. Don't worry about it. Mom, yeah. name three frozen treats. A popsicle, frozen grapes, and ice cream. <laughs> you got it, but frozen grapes. Oh, Rachel, have you never had a frozen no, grape? They're delicious. I just yeah. didn't expect it. Oh, okay. I was expecting like a fudge bar. Well, that goes in with ice cream. That's true. Jake, this one's a little difficult, but I think you can do it. Name three Broadway shows. Waitress, uh, Frozen, and Hamilton. You did it! (laughs) A well-rounded individual right here. He knows workbenches and Broadways. All right. (laughs) Mom. Yeah. Name three things to do if the power goes out. Light candles, find your flashlight, and hold someone's hand. <laughs> I'll take it. You gotta hold someone's hand. It's the number one thing to do if the power goes out, everybody. Hold someone's hand. All right, Jake. You're still ahead, my mom. <laughs> You're still winning, Jake. Name three backyard games. Games you'd play in the backyard. Go. Uh, baseball, football, and uh, soccer. You did it! <laughs> All right, mom. You both have one left. Okay. You have to get this and hope he loses the other round. All right. Here we go. This one's hard, mom. But you're a grandma and a mother. You've gone through a lot of these. I have. You don't know what it is yet. But I've been through a lot of things. (laughs) Name three brands of diapers. Huggies, Pampers, and Generic. (laughs) Generic? You mean like Target brand? Eric. Generic. You know what? I'm going to take it. I only know Huggies. You're, yeah. all, you're a Huggies best. family. You know. Jake knows how to change a diaper. He does. <laughs> Telling you, well-rounded gentleman right there. All right, Jake, this is your last one. If you get this, you win. If you don't, you tie. And the what you win is a hug from grandma. What you If you tie you still get a hug from grandma. So it's up to you. <laughs> Name three ways 
to stay warm in the winter? Flutter, a uh, uh, jacket, uh, <laughs> you can fireplace. <laughs> Sweater, Mom, jacket, and fireplace. Were you cheating? <laughs> no. no, no cheating here. All right, Jake won. Please collect Yay. your prize. <laughs> Jake is my first nephew. Mm-hmm. He's my first nephew, and uh, he has a YouTube channel. Jake, what's it called? Uh, Jacob Ballinger. It's called Jacob Ballinger. He does he does all his own filming and editing, and it's really good. I re- I think you're really good at it, buddy. Uh, do you have any new videos coming out anytime soon? Maybe. Maybe. All right. Uh, in the makings. What in the making? Okay. Uh, he's also on his family's. Uh, vlog channel Ballinger family and you do TikTok a lot Ballinger family on TikTok right yep his whole family does stuff together it's really cute thank you for being here Jake do you have anything you want to say to people hello hello there you go all right thanks for joining us buddy you did awesome bye bye absolutely adorable all right that's all we have for today we do have questions wait what I have to tell you, Jake was very concerned that people would think we hadn't social distanced before he came to my house. Okay. Both families did. He was really concerned people would think something different. Okay. And I said, I'll take care of it. Don't worry. So So my parents (laughs) don't go anywhere. They get everything delivered and they wipe it all down before it enters their house. My brother uh, and sister-in-law do the same with their family. They literally don't go anywhere. Uh, The only places that they go is Colleen's house my mom's house and their own house. So, and all of those three houses all do the same thing. Yeah. They don't go out. They wipe everything down. Yeah. So they can visit (laughs) each other. Okay. And no one's questions. Okay. We'll do like two questions. All right. Okay. Uh, is your hair okay after Colleen? Victoria asked. So Colleen, I filmed a video asking, I asked Colleen to cut my hair for a video. I wanted to do like a mukbang thing. But haircutting instead of eating, you know, just sit and talk basically while something's happening. She cut a chunk incorrectly out of my hair. We're okay now, but the video, I just finished filming it. Uh, I don't care much about my hair. Like I think maybe I've people get really attached to their hair. Maybe if an attached person had this experience, they might cry, but I don't care. You know, hair grows back. Hair grows back. I've... I'm not one to, if you hurt me emotionally, that obviously I'd cry, but if you mess up my hair or accidentally break something of mine, I don't care. Who cares? Life's too short to be upset about these things. And then, uh, some, oh, Beth says, I miss the chickens. We need a mom vlog. Maybe, Mom, just do one clip on your iPhone of just filming the chickens, and I'll put it in a vlog. Does that sound good? That's fine. All right. I don't want to push her to vlog. She doesn't – she likes vlogging, but not a lot. She's like – she gets stressed. and I I get so stressed. I feel like – And I think it's boring. It's like, this is boring. No one cares. Yeah, so – Boring. (laughs) I try not to stress her out. I do once a week stress, which is the podcast. She got through her list of holidays – I think she needs oh, a break till next week. <laughs> but the next time you feed your chickens, if you want to take a video with your camera horizontal, not vertical, horizontal, horizontal, okay. take okay. a video of the chickens. I'll put it in a vlog and maybe that will right. 
suffice people's appetite. Gotcha. All right, guys. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed whatever this was. <gasps> we didn't stop what? for another. Oh, no, we did. I was like, oh, no, yes, we, we didn't did. do the second sponsor stop. We, we did. did. We, we did. did. Okay. <laughs> I love you guys. Uh, t- oh, someone also said, whenever you ask questions, I have a good question all week for your podcast, but I always forget it once you ask the questions. Tweet it to me whenever throughout the week. Yeah. I, lo- I don't get a lot of tweets on that uh, account. I look at everything before I record, so I will see it. So just tweet it whenever it comes to your brain. You don't have to wait for me to ask for questions. All right, Bob. Got anything else? I do not. All right, take us out. We'll see you next time on All Things Internet. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. So you've heard of Florida Man, but what about Florida Chupacabra? That's right. The urban legend is real and lurking in the Everglades in the new horror comedy show from Realm, Low Life. Lowlife follows a chupacabra exterminator in South Florida who becomes unlikely allies with a marine biology student when a standard house call goes horribly wrong. It looks like there's a new monster in their midst, but there's more than one secret hiding in the swamp. Lowlife is a funny, twisty mystery that also has some pretty scathing commentary on corporate elitism and eco-fascism. So you're in for a wild ride and some razor-toothed chupacabras. Listen and subscribe to Low Life wherever you get your podcasts. Learn more at realm.fm.